content. Let me tell you about Rough Greens. You owe it to your dog to uh, make sure that you know he's both happy and healthy throughout his life. We all want to do that for our dogs. It's a responsibility that comes along with the privilege of having him in your home. Uh, the question is, uh, what do you what do you do, and how do you do that? Naturopathic Dr. Dennis Black created the answer, and I've been using it with my dogs. Uh, I know Glenn has been using it with his dogs as well. Uh, it's called Rough Greens. Dog food is dead food. Everyone knows the color of living things. Usually, uh, you know, it's when you're talking about like uh, foods in nature, not usually brown. Uh, usually it's green, you know, and the greens are the good things. And Rough Greens isn't dog food, but it's a supplement that you sprinkle on top of the dog food. It's full of minerals, pr uh, probiotics, antioxidants, you name it. If it's healthy for your dog, it's probably in Rough Greens. Most dogs love it. They go crazy for it. Mine have. Uh, so make sure to check it out. Uh, it's important for your dog to get all the nutrients that it needs. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. Roughgreens.com slash Beck. R-U-F-F greens.com slash Beck. Or call 833-GLEN33. It's R-U-F-F-Greens.com slash Beck. Or 833-G-L-E-N-N-33. Here is the fusion of entertainment and enlightenment. This is the Glenn Beck Program. And today featuring Pat and Stu for Glenn. Uh, really uh, weird and sad incident over the weekend involving a plane that was unresponsive and uh, jets that were scrambled to intercept it. We'll get into that and lots, lots more, lots to talk about today. Coming up in one minute. To celebrate the launch of their new American history book for kids, the Tuttle Twins want to send your family to Boston for historical vacation you'll never forget. The Tuttle Twins have a mission to help families learn from history. If we understand the stories and ideas that made America so special, we'll know how important it is to pre preserve our freedoms. I've read these with my kids. They're great books. A lot of textbooks don't teach these ideas to kids, of course, but Tuttle Twins American History Books do. They're amazing books that kids love. They come away with a real appreciation of the ideas that make America so special. They make America's founding come to life with no hidden agendas or disrespect for our country's origins. And now, as they release their new book, they're giving one family a vacation getaway to visit the historical sites around Boston. And that family could be your family. Go to TuttleTwins.com slash Beck to order the book and get entry info and official rules for the vacation giveaway. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com to order the book and get the giveaway details. No purchase necessary to enter the giveaway. Go to TuttleTwinsBeck.com for more information. It's TuttleTwinsBeck.com. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, over the weekend, there was a, a plane that entered restricted airspace in D.C., and so four F-16 fighter jets were scrambled uh, to see what was going on and escort the plane or shoot it down or whatever was necessary. Obviously, I mean, they say, the government says they had nothing to do with it crashing. And if the government says it, it's so. That's If the government doesn't say it, it didn't happen. 
Well, that's the way it works. Yeah, sure. that's the way yeah. it works. So you know it's true. They did not do anything to this plane. Weird, though. A weird flight path. It, uh, I don't know if it was on autopilot, and it, but it made a U-turn, and uh, then it just went into, a, I think, the side of a hill or a mountain in Virginia, and uh, so there were no survivors. Really sad. Uh, there was a NRA executive's uh, family on board, which... You know, it's going to contribute to all kinds of thoughts, I think. Thoughts? thoughts. <laughs> all kinds of thoughts and theories. That's an interesting you know. way to put that, Pat. Yeah, yeah, there's going to be some thoughts about that. Thoughts could occur. I'm guessing thoughts have already been shared mm. on a place called the uh, Internet. Mm-hmm. And so, or yeah. Uh, do you have any thoughts on what happened? I, I mean, I just, I don't know if there was uh, a golfer. Was Payne, Payne Stewart. Stewart. Yeah, I remember that. His his plane uh, flew clear across the country on autopilot. Yeah. They had lost cabin pressure or something, and I think they froze to death. They either suffocated or froze to death, so they were dead as they flew across the country. And I think jets were scrambled in that case, too. Yes. Look, this stuff does happen from time to time. Yeah, Yeah. it does. As far as I know, no necessarily no real information Nothing that would indicate a mm-hmm. uh, some conspiracy of any sort and yet but i'll course, bet people are having thoughts about it there will be thoughts yes there are always thoughts that's the one thing we've learned about society since the internet came around mm-hmm. everyone has thoughts everybody has thoughts maybe some and of those thoughts should remain inside of your head right yes mm-hmm. that, you know? keep that on your inside voice right and your inside Thoughts. Yeah. Don't share that with anybody. Yeah. yeah. Have you noticed uh, that? It's a good it, safety it, tip. It really has. The internet has done a, a lot of work in lowering like our collective IQ. <laughs> Perhaps. <laughs> That's not what I was going to go for, but yes, you're yeah. 100% right. Yeah. I was going to say lowering the stature of a lot of people who we had, you know, we were thinking about building <laughs> statues of. You know what yes. I mean? Like, you're like, oh, yeah. that person, they're so amazing, especially celebrities. Mm-hmm. You know, you think of these people as being these like really smart people, and I think for a long time society thought of them as as uh, you know people with incredible reputations, and they were all mm-hmm. buttoned up and everything. And then you saw them talking to people on the internet, yeah, and, like their own voice, and, and their, it's perhaps not what you expected. The freedom to type, yeah, and wow, a lot of them are really stupid, <laughs> <laughs> yes, and mean. And mean, Rude. yeah, yeah. Like, I mean, Alec Baldwin is a good example of that. Yeah, like, but we Alec found Baldwin, out some interesting things about Alec. We sure over have. The years. But Alec Baldwin used to be the exception. Yeah, right. Like Alec yeah. Baldwin would come out, and there'd be some story about him, like yelling at his little daughter in terrible terms, or beating up a reporter, mm-hmm. and everyone would be like, "Oh my gosh, can you believe this guy?" Because he was the one guy who couldn't control himself, mm-hmm. right? He was the one guy who actually got in front of like a New York Post reporter and acted like a jerk because he couldn't control himself and he just did it and it got out in the press. Now everyone is like this. Like, yeah. you know, the people are responding to, you know, regular citizens who might have been their fans and calling them names, telling them they should kill themselves. Well, who's the lady that's married to, uh, oh gosh, I can't remember. She was a, uh, she's like a, thank you. That's literally all I said was that, and one of our producers, Chrissy Teigen. Yes, that's exactly what I was thinking of. It was Chrissy Teigen. <laughs> uh, she's married to John Legend. Yeah. And she was like a big yes. left-wing celebrity for a while there. Mm-hmm. And then they started looking, at, people started saying, hey, um, just, 
you know, I, she's talking a lot about all these things. I, I just want to make sure you're aware she's a massive, you know, celebrity with all of this money and influence. And I'm, you know, 17 years old and she told me to kill myself multiple you're times. Right. <laughs> and you're like, oh, oh, okay. these people are just as horrible <laughs> as you'd imagine they are. <laughs> right. It really is true. It is. It is. So the Internet is a wondrous thing. And social media is fantastic. And we get to find out all kinds of wonderful, wonderful things. But this seems to be, to me, uh, just what it appears to be on the surface. I I think they died in flight or they were unconscious or something happened there to the people in the plane. And that's why they didn't respond to anybody. Yeah. And the the reason it was a big story is that the sonic boom over a major city freaked a lot of people out, right? Yeah. I Yeah. I used to hear sonic booms all the time. But then... And I don't know what year this was. Um, in Montana, we had sonic booms, gosh, all, like daily, probably. Really? Yeah. It hmm. seems, and now I guess there's civil aviation rules against going the speed of sound. Now, military jets, I guess, can still violate that. Um, but you don't, they don't do that that often. And especially not over urban areas like they did yesterday. But I, I guess they were trying to catch up to the plane, right? And so they kind of kicked it into overdrive. Yeah. And you deal with the fallout of that later. Yeah. Now, I will say it does seem like that's one of the parts of technology we've kind of just given up on. We're like, yeah, we, we're like, hey, you know, we have the Concorde. We're going to go really, really fast to places. Everyone's going to mm-hmm. be able to fly places in like two or three hours. And then we're just like, ah, <laughs> no, no, let's not try that no, anymore. Let's we not had, do that. The one time we tried it, it didn't work out financially. <laughs> so let's just give up. Yeah. You know, I mean, they yeah. were losing money on those uh, those flights. So Hard let's to never they were try losing again. Money on those flights, I know. they cost what eight thousand dollars a seat or something. It was <laughs> yeah, it was very expensive. <laughs> very expensive. I mean, but if you wanted to get from New York to Paris in what an hour and a half or two hours or whatever, it was kind of worth it. If you had to get there really fast and your business is paying for the flight or you're super rich, then you just get on Concord and go. And but not now because. We just decided that's, I guess that's too much. Or, you know, they folded too. But there's, uh, there have been attempts to resurrect Concord and, or come up with something different that's kind of like it. Like uh, there was a, f- you remember the story about an airline that was going to uh, produce these super fast jets that would go, I don't know, two or 3,000 miles an hour and fly at 70,000 feet. Mm. And I, that never comes to fruition, though. It's it's like the flying car. We we never get that, and we never get the high speed, you know, the super high speed jets anymore. I'm not sure why that is. I think we got to go bank tube at this point. We just bank tubes across the uh, water. We'll do the I'm not Elon Musk that. bank tube yeah. thing, right? If you can do it, <laughs> I think that would be great. It'd be a long distance for the bank tube idea. <laughs> it, but would. It, would. <laughs> it would, but you go 700 miles an hour, Yeah, right? Yeah, you can, yeah. That's uh, it's pretty impressive technology. It but, is. Yeah, no, yeah, but again, we have planes. I always get That's amazed. True. People are always fascinated by this idea of traveling Fast. On the earth, fast. <laughs> like, and I, again, I, yeah, sure. Yeah, high speed trains, they're, they're great. I, I know China. I mean, India certainly had an experience oh, with geez. with their trains this weekend. Uh, you know, China loves the high speed trains. Mm-hmm. We're always like, oh gosh, why don't we do that so we can travel like a third as of the speed of the planes that we already have at double the price, <laughs> double or triple <laughs> the price, and tens of billions of dollars of funding every single time we attempt it. Uh, it doesn't make any sense to me. I understand some people don't like to fly. Mm-hmm. Then maybe you, you need to go slower. Like, I don't know what to tell you. We don't, we're not going <laughs> to set up a railroad uh, infrastructure 
for 250 miles. And by the way, they never go that fast anyway. Every time we right. build these things yeah. or we attempt to build them, they never do this. We've been on the Acela. You go like 14 miles an hour on the Acela through these cities. <laughs> Even though it can go 200 or it whatever can, but it's it supposed doesn't. to be able to do. No. Except in like little stretches in the middle of nowhere yeah. that no one wants to travel. Yeah. So. I mean, in Japan where they go 300 miles an hour, are they allowed to do that through city streets, through uh, city rail, I guess? I imagine no. I don't think so. Yeah, because that's too fast for when you're coming up to the... Railroad cross. And I, but my understanding is Japan has planes. Is that your really? That's my understanding is, yeah. Now, huh. I've never been there, I will admit. So maybe... I, then where are you getting that? I just, <laughs> the internet. Right? Kersey Teigen's Instagram okay. is where I heard it. All right. <laughs> I said, well, I have to see. I don't know if it's true or not. <laughs> uh, there's a lot that went on this weekend. It's some huge political stuff. We've got 46 new candidates getting into the race this week. There was only 46? I counted 53. Oh, I may have missed some announcements. Yeah, I think you did. Uh, yeah. This is good. We should go over this at some point as to how many you think over under we're going to get to as far as candidates go. Because I, yeah. there was this hope that you're like, okay, everyone kind of sees this as a two-person race right now. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll just have two people that we'll talk about stuff and we'll be able to decipher between the two which one is the best. But no, we're going to have no. 85 people. People literally I've never even heard of are getting in the race <laughs> now i do this for a living <laughs> i'm here every day working with glenn pat pat gray unleashed studios america air every day mm-hmm. we talk about in, national political figures every day there's people getting in that i didn't even know existed <laughs> like asa hutchinson <laughs> he's kind Perhaps. of on that line yeah he's right on the he's line very close to not ever being aware of him at all yeah but yes uh there's there's those uh, candidates. Then there, there are the U.S. senators who, mm-hmm. uh, you know, like Tim Scott, who uh, I have, I think is a decent candidate, but doesn't have a chance. Right. Uh, Mike Pence, decent, you know, because he's been in high profile positions before, but he doesn't have a chance. I mean, do you not realize that through your exploratory committee <laughs> that haven't they explored enough to know you don't have a chance? Yeah. And the exploratory committee always finds something. You know, when yeah, they're exploring, they Every are the time. best explorers. In the, they're all Columbus, these guys. Every <laughs> time they start an exploratory committee, man, they find the right thing. So do I have a path? Yep. Yes, you do. Yep. I, as I said that as a consultant <laughs> about to get paid seven figures, you sure do have a path, you Doug sure Burgum do. of North Dakota. Sure you do. Wait, Doug Burgum? He's getting in. Yeah. Oh, uh, there's one I missed. That must be 54 then. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I missed one. Imagine the Doug Burgum... Burgum. Mentum. Bergamentum. 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 That's about to start. <laughs> the uh, governor of North Dakota. We'll get into this here in a second. Let's take okay. a, a quick uh, 60 second break. Mm-hmm. Tell you about real estate agents I trust.com. A good real estate agent has a lot of responsibility <laughs> when it comes to helping you buy or sell a home. They act as a kind of firewall of safety between you and the sometimes terrifying amount of work that goes into the whole real estate process. That's like taxes. Like you have no idea what's going on in the real estate process. They give you like 400 things to sign. You sign away your life. You don't know what you're signing. That's why you got to make sure you have the best real estate agent around and someone who can help navigate the market, understand when buying or selling is the right idea and how much you should be charging or paying. Realestateagentsitrust.com, the best agents no matter where you are, if you happen to be one of those people that is moving from, uh, say, a blue state to a state like Florida. I have Dave Rubin on my show, Studios America, today. He did that in the middle of the pandemic. Uh, a lot of people have. If you're one of those people, you need to find an agent in your new area to make sure you get the best deal. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. Realestateagentsitrust.com. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. 
Facebook.com. 10 Seconds Station ID. Pat and Stu for Glenn on the Glenn Beck program. All right. Uh, lots of new candidates to choose from in the GOP primary. And among them, Doug, Doug Bergamentum. Bergamentum is kicking mm. into gear. Doug Bergam going to get in this week. He is, of course, as everyone knows, and I'm, I'm not trying to insult anyone's intelligence here because I understand you're well aware of Doug. But, uh, you know, if you've just been in a cave in Afghanistan for the last two years, right. he's, of course, the... I don't want to cut you off. The <laughs> it's fortunate that oh. I heard you previously. <laughs> yes, that's the only reason the you know. Governor of South Dakota. No, no, North Dakota, <laughs> North Dakota. That's right. South Dakota you is know that. Uh, to Christy yeah, Noem. We who's know Christy someone Noem. who, if they jumped into the race, would be you notable. You know her, yes. right? Like she got a lot of attention through COVID. She was once a darling <laughs> of the right. I don't know where she stands uh, at the moment. Uh, but she's right. someone I think a lot of people are considering as a possible uh, candidate here mm-hmm. in uh, 2024. Uh, Doug Burgum was not one I had on my radar for that position. No, no, no. Um, now, North Dakota's had a good economic run. There's things to say about North Dakota. Okay. Uh, however, uh, I don't, I mean, it would be, if you were super high profile and everything was going really well, I don't know that the North Dakota governor role is a, <laughs> right. is the direct path to the White House. Some <laughs> seem to think it is. Yeah. Uh, but uh, Doug Burgum will uh, be getting into the race this week. We also are getting. Wow. Uh, Chris. So Chris, he hasn't officially announced. He's just, he's yeah, wetting our appetites. People, am I getting people too overexcited here? Yeah, for I Doug, think so. For, for Burgumentum? Yeah. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, he is jumping in, they believe, okay. this week. Also, huh. uh, Chris Christie. Again, this was yeah. expected, but is but pathetic. Why again? <laughs> why? What are you doing? I mean, the 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 path Christie has taken here from a guy who was probably one of the favorites in 2012 and didn't run. Yeah, 2012 for sure. Right? He was would have been mm-hmm. very possibly the nominee if he had run in 2012, because of course people mm-hmm. didn't know him yet. Then he has all the scandals and everything else. 2016, he decides to run. And we find out who he really is. Yeah, in that interim, we find out a lot about yeah. That he's not that conservative, that he has all sorts of corruption problems. He's not the you know, necessarily the guy you want. Well, why? Let me ask you this. Why was Traffic Problems email sent? <laughs> Are you quoting Al Sharpton from a show that I am. almost yes. nobody would remember <laughs> unless they heard the audio. But I will say this. The audio is spectacular. Yes, it is. Maybe we'll have to play it later on in the program. But that was about Chris Christie. Yeah, what did he say? What was the quote again? Why was traffic problems email sent? And I think it's a tough question well, to answer. No one's answered it. <laughs> no one has ever answered it. Right, because it's You're hard right. to answer because it's hard to understand. <laughs> yes. You know? It's above all our heads. It is. Uh, so Christie, and that's a good point. 2012, he has this, uh, he's going to run, potentially he then decides not to, which mm-hmm. is a huge mistake and one that huge. Ron DeSantis learned from. <laughs> yes. <laughs> it, right. When it's your moment. Strike when the iron is Go hot. for it because yeah. there may not be another moment. <laughs> right. Uh, so he has all this stuff going on. Remember right before the Obama election though in 2012 was uh, Hurricane Sandy. And there was a famous oh, uh, situation with Christie where he came on out the beach and with Obama, really assisted Obama in the closing moments Big of that campaign. Time. There are polls that show the difference between Obama and Romney was explained by people's 
overwhelmingly positive response to Obama's handling of Hurricane Sandy. Mm-hmm. Um, now, I don't know. You, you can find a lot of stuff in polls if you look hard enough, and a lot of people create narratives. But there's an argument to be made that that, gave, that put him over the hump in a relatively close election. And by the way, Hurricane Sandy was not a hurricane. When it made landfall, right. It was not. But it was yes. Superstorm. Remember, they used super to get storm. Superstorm Sandy. Yes. Because it's not technically a hurricane but of course did a lot of damage yeah and christie was looking for government handouts at that time understandably for his state i suppose but he really went overboard i mean he he went to the point it was ridiculous and it's a chris christie trend by the way if you Mm. remember in 2016 when he was running for president he attacked all the other candidates um when and when he realized trump was going to be the guy he immediately jumped ship from major trump critic to Full out embrace of Trump's campaign. He was the first person in the race to endorse Trump in 2016. Huge Trump supporter. And of course, as we know with Chris Christie, I mean, really every decision is based on what is good for Chris Christie at any given moment. Mm -hmm. So he he really wanted to get into the Trump administration with a high profile cabinet position. Um, Unfortunately, uh, he had put uh, Jared Kushner's dad in prison. So it's not necessarily the best approach to get a good role in the Trump administration. Huh. Uh, did not get one. And then when it became uh, no longer beneficial to be a Trump supporter, he became a big Trump opponent again. Yeah. And then he went on MSNBC every day and he got to criticize Trump all the time. Jeez. And so now he's getting back in here. The rumor is that he he wants to be a guy who's going to be taking lots of shots at Trump because no one will stand up to him. Everyone's afraid to say his name. I'm going to be the guy that's going to be out there taking shots at Trump every day. And I don't care. I'm not afraid of that guy. You might not be afraid of him, but mm. no one wants you to be president. <laughs> right. So I, you got to understand, you got to balance those two things. <laughs> and one of them usually weighs out the other. Mm-hmm. The big argument in favor of Chris Christie, of course, is he's got nothing else to do. And so what else would you do if you're Chris Christie other than mm. run for president? There's no... Mm. Eat. Some might say. I, I wouldn't say well, that. Well, he's been doing that be for 50 years. <laughs> but eating is something that he's pretty good at. And he could continue Look, that trend. He's excellent you know? at that and he will continue it. Um, but you also need to remember, he can. he's a type of guy who can eat and run for president at the same time. Oh, wow. Yeah, Very uh, talented. Pretty talented. Very talented. I will say. But there's more people, right? There are more. There are more. And uh, we'll get into that coming up in just a few minutes. The Glenn Beck Program. So, pain. It's gotten aggressive with you, hasn't it? Uh, well, if you get up in the morning and it's already kicking you around like a soccer ball, it only gets worse as the day goes on. You know, a lot of people know how that feels. I know Pat Gray happens to know how that feels just mm-hmm. a little bit. Mm-hmm. I'm not a big fan of the pain. Debilitating pain that makes you feel nothing, like doing nothing other than just you know turning over and go back, going back to sleep. Who wants to get up in the morning when you feel like that? But of course, that's not always the best option. Uh, it just allows the pain to win, and that's not what you want to do. You need to live with pain. No, you don't. Uh, you can do something about it. You can try Relief Factor. Right now, they've got the quick uh, three-week quick start. Only nineteen ninety-five. Now, it's like a trial pack. It's not a drug. It was developed by doctors, though, and hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. About 70% of them go on to order more. 
Go to relieffactor.com or call them at 800 for relief This has made a huge difference in Glenn's life and so many people around here at The Blaze. Uh, you can get the 1995 three-week quick start now. Again, it's relieffactor.com or call 800, the number four, relief, relieffactor.com. It's only 1995 for a three-week quick start right now. Relieffactor.com, 800, the number four, relief. It's Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Don't forget to use the promo code GLENN, G-L-E-N-N, for $10 off your subscription at blazetv.com. Problems email sent. <laughs> there it is. There it is. A tough, tough question. <laughs> One more time from Al Sharpton, please. Why was traffic problems email sent? Such a great question that is so difficult to answer, isn't it? Christy couldn't answer but, it. No, he could not. Mm-hmm. And he still hasn't answered it to this day, to my knowledge. But he's going to run for president anyway. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, I, you know, Christy has a lot of friends in mainstream media circles who mm-hmm. he's one of those candidates that, you know, morning Joe likes, right? Like, well, yeah, because he'll he'll <laughs> criticize all other Republicans, right. all the conservative Republicans. He'll bash. Yeah. OK, well, yeah, you'll get on MSNBC that way. Will you win the nomination of the GOP that way? No. No, you will not. And it's funny because all of these media types will tell you Donald Trump is Hitler, right? He's yes. H- Trump is Satan. Uh, he is uniquely terrible. He will destroy the country, blah, 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 blah. Yet they will cheer on Chris Christie, who will go in there. And if you remember last time, went in there and took out Marco Rubio, basically one of those debates. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rubio had a terrible moment. and It was basically the end of his campaign. I mean, Christie is pretty good at that debate format. Yeah, he, at, he is. He, you know, he's a pretty good communicator. He's, yeah, that's the thing. Yeah. He's well-spoken. Yeah. He's fairly smart. And uh, and that's about it. Right. He's well-spoken. He's fairly smart. And that's it. Right. But he's so... But he tricked us in the beginning because he was so good on certain things, like the teachers' union. He stood up he, to them yeah. really great. And he is pretty... Yeah, you know, he's pretty good on... On what he's good on, issues. he's like, really like he good. Some, he has some good things. Of course, yeah. he seems to be potentially involved in some crimes from time to time. So yeah. That's a whole other issue. Ah. Uh, but, you know, it is one of those things where he is... He's not visually TV friendly, but he as far as as far as a uh, a communicator goes. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by that? That he's not visually TV friendly. I don't know. A guy who suggested huh. his entire campaign was going to be eating. I'm not sure what I mean. That's a, <laughs> uh, but he can go out there and he can you know he can make a good Sunday sh- talk show mm-hmm. appearance. He can go out there. But he what he did last time, and if if it's Anything that, you know, similar to what happened, uh, what we, you know, what happened in 2016 is he'll probably come out and be attacking DeSantis and other people who Mm -hmm. might beat Trump. Now, you might, as a Trump fan, like that. I think Christie might actually wind up being a benefit because no Trump supporter is going to change what their view of Trump is based on something Chris Christie says. There's literally not one person on earth who's going to do that. Mm -hmm. So likely what will happen is Christie will help define on, on a negative sense, people like Ron DeSantis and other challengers, and probably it's good for Trump that Christie is getting in. I think you can make the argument 
pretty much everybody additional getting in is good for Trump. Yeah. You know, I think that's probably what the this more, is. I mean, because he's so far ahead. And then the more yeah. you split the vote among, you know, 15 or 20 other guys, just like last time, then, then the better chance i think trump has yeah i mean there's a new poll out that has trump up by 20 in the in the gop primary in, in florida. florida yeah in, in florida that's amazing. A, a state that over now what do you think of that guy's poll though did you, did you see who did it uh, it's uh somebody i didn't recognize but somebody told us he's not maybe as legit as you might echelon like. insights yeah i mean i i I don't think that's the I've you know they they're they're a, a pollster that people do report on. There's not like a it's not like a um, you know it's not an online poll like I mean actually elements of it are online now in mm-hmm. as is much of polls. But if you remember the old school days of online polling where you could just spam 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 the poll and win. Oh, I was referring to Rich Barris's big data. Okay, I'm not sure about that you one. You haven't seen that one? No. Okay. Uh, but the but but, they, bottom they line ha- is he, that has him up by 20 as well. Okay. In Florida. The bottom. Amazing. Bottom line, though, is that Trump is ahead in this race right now, and this is Trump's to lose. By a, he, and he's ahead by a lot. If Donald Trump is not the nominee in 2024, this, it will be of his own doing. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I, we were, I was talking about this with uh, Glenn, I think it was last week, and that if you were to go back over the entire time we've seen Donald Trump running for president, okay, go back to the escalator on, okay? Mm-hmm. If you were to go back and pick one month, of that, of all those months that he was the most buttoned up, ran the most efficient, best campaign, uh, really controlled the message, really was, uh, you know, disciplined. I think I would pick the last month of the 2016 campaign when he, because he had the the Access Hollywood blow up. Lots of people thought he was done. Mm-hmm. People in the press were saying, "Just quit. Let's switch candidates." You know, Republican were, were coming out and telling the press this, right? Like, well, it's a, I know it's last minute. Let's just switch anyway. Put Pence in there. Do something. Because everyone thought it was gonna, he was going to lose by 30 points at that point. Not everyone, but a lot of people did. And that last month, he was super buttoned up. He did not make mistakes. He was not recklessly tweeting as much. Mm-hmm. He was going on the shows, focusing on the platform um, positions that were uh, popular. He was attacking Hillary Clinton very, very well. Very strongly. And he won the presidency, right? If that Donald Trump were to show up for the next year, I don't think anybody would have a chance. Yeah. I don't I don't think anyone would have a chance to beat him in this primary. He's got a massive lead. He's got the power of being, I would say arguably, the most famous person in the world. Mm-hmm. I don't know that there's another person who I don't the Pope? Who are you? I mean, Pope is really just a position, though. That's that popular. I mean, Vladimir Putin. I don't know who else would you even put in the category as as famous. Taylor Swift, probably, probably Taylor <laughs> Swift. I don't know if there's anybody else. He's probably the most famous person in the world. He controls the news cycle like no one else mm-hmm. that I can ever remember. And yep. he's he's got all you know tons and tons of people inside. He, you know, he's the president of the United and States. There are people a lot goes along with that that will not waver in their support for him. No matter what. And that's the biggest thing. No what matter is his floor? what. 35%? What's his floor? Probably a little higher than that. 38%, 40%. Yeah. So if everyone 
who doesn't like Donald Trump unites around one candidate, they can get to 60 to 65% of the vote, which would be really hard when you have 12, 14, mm-hmm. 16 candidates in the race. Of course, they're all going to pick off a few percent. So structurally, going into this race, Donald Trump is the overwhelming favorite. Mm-hmm. It is incredibly hard to knock off a former president in a primary. I mean, it is almost impossible to do in, in any circumstance. And uh, people need to understand, you know, a lot. Of, I talked to a lot of DeSantis supporters who are really optimistic. And look, I think DeSantis is a really good candidate. But it's hard to beat a former president of the United States. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of unknown around the corner that, you know, all the, the who knows what's going to happen with all these investigations. And there's tons of unknown. But like, fundamentally, if Donald Trump were running his best campaign and doing the best job that he possibly could, he would be almost impossible to beat. It's just the truth. So mm-hmm. when you're looking at your Chris Christie, you're going into this, you know, what are you thinking? I mean, he's got a puncher's chance to make an impact because he's a good communicator and he will probably have a moment or two in a debate that is is good. But I think but, he, he'll be a spoiler, as you've yes. kind of pointed out already. He's a spoiler for Trump. He'll like probably. spoil DeSantis or spoil Pence or, you know, anybody that that starts to get any momentum. He'll probably be that guy. Yeah. That knocks him back a ways. Uh, so it's it's pretty interesting that he's getting into this because this is a person who's been wrecked already by Donald Trump. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, again, I think the idea is, number one, raise your profile if you're Chris Christie. <laughs> yeah, that you must know, be it. Get a better gig Did you know afterward. you're not going to be the president. No. Right? I mean, you're not stupid. No. And you've got people telling you. Yeah, you don't have a path. There's no path here. And what can he say? He's been on television for multiple years saying everything he knows about Donald Trump and saying how bad he is. Yeah. Right? There's just like, there, what else yeah. is he going to bring to the table? I don't know. I can't see much. Yeah. Now, Pence is another interesting one because he's getting in the race this week as well. And I think like the normal reaction to Pence is obviously Mike Pence is not going to be president of the United States. He's not going to win this race. And I think that's correct. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Frankly, I think that's the correct Me analysis. Too. I don't think he has a, I mean, he doesn't have a 0% chance, but he maybe it's a, point two percent chance you know what i mean it's something very very small for him to win but there is an at least he has a somewhat rational argument to be in the race i would say he was vice president so yeah vice president of the united states shot but uh he is consistently third in the polls yeah right so if anyone Mm -hmm. else other than desantis and trump have an argument to get in you'd say probably it's pence Mm -hmm. he is a guy who represents a very vocal part well, vocal but small part of what the Republican electorate says it wants, which is, I really like Trump's policies, but I really didn't like the sideshow, right? Mm-hmm. Pence has a rational argument to bring that to the table, right? Here's a guy who was in the administration, seemingly agreed with everything that Donald Trump did policy-wise, and the only time they ever disagreed was right around January 6th uh, and into January 20th, when the whole transition of power thing went on. And really, it's the only time uh, Trump and him had any outward problems. I mean, they they were, he was, the criticism of Pence before January 20th from the right and the left was basically he wasn't his own man. Mm -hmm. You know, he was just subservient to Donald Trump. No matter what happened, he would just go along with it. Even if you kind of looked at his past policy positions and said, wait a minute, that's, that's not who Mike Pence has been. For the last 10 years, he would just go along with it because he was the vice president. He was, you know, doing his job and 
maybe trying to move policy behind the scenes or whatever. But everyone kind of said, ah, this guy doesn't has never really made his name at all. Obviously, the January 20th big disagreement between Pence and Trump happens, and 90% of Trump supporters turn on Pence and say, <laughs> you know, you're at least you're dead to us. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Um, so I don't think there's a path for him to win, but you could see again, he's got the same thing going on with Chris Christie. What else are you gonna do? Mm-hmm. If you're Mike Pence, what else are you gonna do? What else is there? You might as well give this a shot. At least it gives you, it puts you in the conversation. And I will say, the other thing you can make the argument with Pence on is that he hasn't quote unquote revealed everything that he may or may not know about Trump behind the scenes. He hasn't really talked. If he's going to come out and talk about Trump, maybe he does know something or he thinks he knows something behind the scenes that would make a difference with the American people. I don't believe that, but maybe that's what he believes. Maybe that's his justification for getting in. Uh, all right, we will. Uh, uh, there's more, right? There's more candidates, <laughs> probably. Yeah, thing? I can give you the. We can go through the yeah, whole list here. In a we'll minute. go through the list coming up in about a minute or two. So, do you have a horse and buggy in the garage at home? Uh, you know, just in case you know that car breaks down and you don't have a way to get back and forth to work. I mean, it's not like you're going to get your car repaired cheaply these days. I mean, there was a time where oh, car repairs, uh, not that bad. Well, they're really, really bad now. Unless, of course, you have CarShield. CarShield affords uh, people the protection that they need. Affordable protection plans are available to fit every budget, and they cover more parts than ever before. You'll want them in time for those costly repairs. You can also count on CarShield to help take care of you when your car breaks down and you're stuck on the side of the road. Every protection plan includes coast-to-coast roadside assistance, rental car options, and trip reimbursement at no additional cost. Lock in your price today and it will never go up. CarShield is dedicated to protecting what you drive. Get coverage today. Call CarShield, 800-227-6100. 800-227-6100. You'll save 20% on your plan. Lock in your price and it will never go up. 800-227-6100 800-227-6100 or go to carshield.com slash Beck carshield.com slash Beck save 20% today with CarShield This is the Glenn Beck Program So when's the last time you checked the legal title to your home? My guess is absolutely never and uh, of course why would you, right? You could depend on other people to do that. It's once you buy the home, it's supposed to be yours. Why would you be checking the title all the time? Well, our home's titles are online now, and once a criminal accesses and forges your signature, it's a race against time to stop him before he takes out loans against your home. Or worse, sells it out from underneath you. People have been evicted from their home. They've been stuck out of their home. And it's been a real disaster for thousands of people. You don't want to get involved in this stuff. Uh, if you have never checked the status of your home, Well, Home Title Lock can help you with that. Home Title Lock demonstrated to me how online criminals can get you. In just minutes, they found the title to my home and forged my signature, stating that I had stolen my home. Now, I hadn't sold my home, so that was kind of a big problem for me. Luckily, that was just a simulation, and they can show you how this works. Home Title Lock helps shut this kind of thing down. It's what they do. They do it better than anyone, and this is not the kind of thing that you want to find out about after the damage has been done. So be proactive. Stop the crime before it happens. How do you know some criminal hasn't taken over the title to your home? Find out for free with sign up and get 30 risk-free days of protection when you use the promo code BACK. At HomeTitleLock.com, the promo code is BACK. I have this. Uh, Glenn has it. Pat Gray has it as well. You need to protect your home. HomeTitleLock.com, code is BACK. HomeTitleLock.com, the code is BACK.
Stu for Glenn today, 888-727-BECK. Uh, so, if uh, you haven't decided yet on, you know, Donald Trump as your as your candidate, and you're kind of considering others, there are some really great ones to consider, like uh, Doug Burgum. Burgum. Just Doug Burgum. Just Doug Burgum. Doug Burgum. Jensen. He's the North Dakota governor. North, the Getting in this governor week. of North Dakota mm-hmm. uh, leapt into the race and so we got that going for us uh you got your asa hutchinson yeah here we want to go through all the people right. who are officially in yeah okay so uh, so donald trump yeah is in obviously uh nikki haley mm-hmm. is in vivek ramaswamy is in i would say for a He's guy so good too running He's so good out of a, a completely unknown position right no mm-hmm. no position in government not really a well-known figure yeah he he outdoes a lot of these other people people like like nikki haley he's outperforming her the polls yeah up routinely. to four percent or something yeah he's you know yeah. again i'm not making a and big it's dent, really but, early but yeah, yeah i like him asa hutchinson for example who was governor of arkansas mm-hmm. uh i mean he almost never shows up in a poll and vivek ramaswamy every single poll will at least show oh, up wow. which is something to say uh larry elder which is is oh, officially yeah. in i know people haven't right. talked about him at all obviously he ran for the governor uh of of uh California recently yep. mm-hmm. um, they didn't quite get there but he there were a couple of days he was very competitive in California and you now again the same thing you might say about Chris Christie with a slightly different profile he's obviously a very talented communicator the guy's been a talk radio mm-hmm. host forever he made an impact in California and if he gets on a debate stage is probably going to stand out He's yeah. pretty good, yeah. Obviously, um, mm-hmm. so Larry Elder is in the race, though. Whether he'll get the, that amount of uh, attention to to get to the ba- debate stage is another story. Uh, Tim Scott, of course, mm-hmm. is in. Tim Scott, right. Ron DeSantis now officially in. DeSantis. Mm-hmm. We mentioned the three mm-hmm. getting in this week: Pence, Christie, and Burgum, all okay. expected this week. Mm-hmm. Um, and then you have a bunch of other people um, who may or may not get in. You know, well, what's his face from Virginia? Um, the governor of Virginia, um, mm. oh, from Youngkin, Glenn Youngkin, thank you. Yes. Um, Youngkin, who initially said he was not getting in, rumors are now he's reconsidering that. I think as the field grows larger, <laughs> goodness, you almost cause... say, why not? Right? Like, that's, I guess I, that's what happened. Like, if you wanted to have a two to three person race, you're realizing it's not going to happen. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to be getting in there. All the Asa Hutchinsons of the world are going to get their screen time. Why don't I get my screen time? Yeah, you know, I don't know if that's what Youngkin's thinking. Youngkin would be a much more con- serious competitor than Asa Hutchinson. Mm-hmm. Um, got a lot of funding, uh, higher right profile, bat, higher profile, and you know, one in a purple state. Uh, you also have, you know, Chris Sununu maybe getting in. The mayor of Miami, Suarez, is a guy who's rumored. What? Yeah, really? I think he's trying to, you know, maybe try to do a mayor wow. peep situation. Okay. Uh, make an impact in that in that way. Uh huh. I mean, look, Miami's done very, very well over the past few years, uh, yeah. and he's a you know Republican mayor, younger, good-looking guy. You think again, maybe, maybe. he could make uh, make an impact in that. Mm-hmm. Someone's going to do something in third place, right? Some third place person's going to come out and make some sort of impact in this race. We just don't know who it is. The Glenn Beck Program.